Good morning. We have multiple scripture readings. The first one is Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 17. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his power. Put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For our struggle is not against blood and flesh, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, so that you may be able to withstand on the evil day, and having prevailed against everything, to stand firm. Stand, therefore, and belt your waist with truth. Put on the breastplate of righteousness, and lace up your sandals in preparation for the gospel of peace. With all of these, take the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Next is Acts 2, verses 1 through 4. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues, like as of fire, and it sat upon each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. And finally, verses 12 through 17. And they were all amazed, and were in doubt, saying one to another, What meaneth this? Others, mocking, said, These men are full of the new wine. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice, and said unto them, Ye men of Judea, and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you, and hearken to my words. For these are not drunken, as ye suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we are going to be rejoicing and be glad in it. Today is Pentecost Sunday. Pentecost Sunday is someone that you can't ignore because we've got tongues of fire coming down here, and our bulletin has made that perfectly clear. I love this front of this with the bird on fire there. That is awesome. Today, our, uh, the title of our sermon is Standing Firm, Stand Firm, Stand Firm. We are 
bringing this sermon to you, it has changed about five or six times during the week. Um, interesting though, but when God speaks, you have to go with what God says. I can't preach what Reverend Dr. Betty Green wants to put on this paper, but I have to preach to you what God has put on my heart. And so honoring that, I thought God won this week. So um, this is what you're going to get. But when God speaks, everybody ought to listen, especially the preacher. Standing firm. On the day of Pentecost, Peter, who was standing with the other disciples, raised his voice to address the crowd that was gathering. He stood and challenged their claim. The people had become perplexed as they witnessed what the goings on of the crowd that day. Uh, there was a mighty rushing of the wind and they were afraid. But then they heard all the people around them speak who spoke in tongue, but they were speaking in a way now, after the rushing of the wind, they were speaking in a language that everyone could understand. Everything that had been clear as mud was now crystal clear. They were speaking about the power of God and all the things that God had done. Hearing such, they were amazed, but they were perplexed. And they didn't understand how this was possible that now all these people from different lands were able to speak and understand what each one was saying. Each one, still speaking in their native tongue, could be understood understood. Now, if you were among various people who spoke a different language from you, you may have a hard or difficult time understanding. And being human, as we are, we try and make sense of everything that we see going on around us. So in our humanness, we come to our own conclusions and our own um, interpretations. And so therefore, we are going to sit back and judge what's going to be what's going on and they had determined that the people that they saw must be drunk they must be drunk but Peter spoke up of all the disciples it was Peter who spoke up they yes they were speaking in uh, a language that that people were able to understand, but they were speaking, speaking in, in that way because they were touched by the Spirit, which they could not understand. Things happen, you see, that, do, that we can't understand, and we try to make sense of them, but we can't. Uh, and that, at that time, or before that time, it was Jesus who called out Peter and said, you are the rock and upon this rock, I will build my church. And so it was only appropriate that Peter would be the one who would step out from the crowd of disciples and speak up and call the people to their senses. These people are not drunk, he declared. They are simply touched by the spirit. 
And that's how we're going to explain it. There's no other way. You see, one of the things that we didn't, he, uh, that was not accounted for was that uh, the prophet Joel had already said that God uh, spoke about God saying to the people in the day in the day of Pentecost, let me get my scripture here. In the day of Pentecost, I will pour out my spirit upon you, upon your flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. It was Peter who reminded them of who they are. They were God's people, and if they were believers, they had to believe what the prophet Joel had told them, that God was in charge, not man, but God. God is always in charge, and it shall come to pass. Whatever is spoken by God will come to pass. You see, we are not in charge of anything. God is always in charge, and we can, be, we can become perplexed, and we can become confused, but we have to remember who we are and whose we are, and that God is in charge. God declared that he was pouring out his spirit, and the people were not drunk. They were in perfectly in their right mind, but they had been touched. You see, you can't be the same when you have been touched by the Spirit. There's a difference in you. There's a difference in the way you walk. There's going to be a difference in the way you talk. Jesus, as I said, had called out Peter, and so Peter was doing the appropriate thing on that day. And the people listened because he stood up. He stood up and he shouted out, these people are okay. They are touched by the Spirit. There are many reasons why we have to stand or we do stand in our lives even today. People stand, even uh, uh, our elected officials stand when they are on the floor of uh, doing their public service and they have a position that they want to speak to the people, they stand and speak and talk about what their, uh, what their position is on a certain legislature. People stand and speak out against causes like animal rights. If they want to save the whales or save the, save the uh, seagulls or whatever it is that they want to save, People who are passionate about all kinds of animals, whether it's dogs or whatever. I saw a, um, a, a video on yesterday about a dog, uh, a, dog <coughs> a dog lover who wanted to help handicapped dogs. And he said they needed to have what they needed to uh, be able to get around and they needed special uh, care and so he uh, started a medical facility that helped handicapped dogs. These dogs, excuse me, these dogs uh, got around on wheelchairs, but they also needed other special care. And he made sure that they were going to get get it. Speaking up and speaking out about things that uh, that that touch our heart and. And, and, and touch us, 
is, is appropriate, it's an appropriate thing to do. We stand when we want to speak out. We stand when there is something that we see as wrong or something that we see that is not right. We stand uh, like Mahatma Gandhi uh, stood up against the British rule in India and it made a difference. Rosa Parks stood up against segregation on public transportation. Uh, people have stood up against uh, health crises when um, people were smoking any place in every place they wanted to and now we uh, have it's so that we can go to restaurants and we don't have to smell everybody else's smoke. Just because you want to smoke does not mean I want to smoke too because everybody in the restaurant was smoking because one person decided to, to smoke. We want our children to be safe so we stand against drunk drivers and we stand against different things of violence in our schools, gun control in our schools. Sometimes we have to stand even for personal reasons. If you have a health condition and you uh, are being forced to look at that condition differently or you have a cultural thing where you don't eat certain foods, you have a right to be able to eat uh, what, you, what, you, what you need to eat. When uh, people want to choose their health care, even if they're on Medicare, they want to have choices about who their health care provider is and who the provider of their health care services are. You have certain doctors that you want to, that you want to uh, see. And so we have to make sure that Medicare is listening, and they do. I am pleased at all the changes that we, uh, that we have seen in the, the medical field. We can be able to have what we need. And so, because somebody took a stand, somebody took a stand against what was going on and made sure that everybody was safe or everybody got what they needed. We, even as Christians, have uh, situations where we have to take a stand. You see, there are many situations in our lives, whether it's, a, uh, whether it's something that's going on with our children or even with ourselves that we have to take a stand against. In life, there are many, you're gonna pass cross, cross paths with many things that happen in your life, and you're gonna have to deal with them. Um, things that affect you and things that sometimes shake you to your core. You will, begin, uh, you will experience things. They say the devil is always on the prowl, but the devil comes through many situations that you come to in your life. People around you started acting, may I start acting weird or crazy or do things that you don't approve of. Situations come up. And these situations, though, can make you bitter and they can make you broken. But you don't want that to happen. You don't want these situations to control your life. Uh, uh, and you don't want other people or these situations to block your blessing from God. 
God blesses us in many ways, but there are people who are on the attack. They don't want to see you prosper. They don't want to see you in good health. They don't want to see you getting, getting things that you enjoy. They don't want to see you succeeding. But you know, we serve a God who loves each and every one of us, and that God is bigger than anything that we will encounter in our lives. Don't get sidetracked by these little itty-bitty petty things. We don't want to be caught up in pettiness and situations, and we don't want to be the starters of that pettiness or those circumstances that block other people's blessings. We want to be encouragement for other people. We need to encourage each other. They say on the day of Pentecost, everyone was in the same room, uh, but everybody was on the same page. That's why they were all speaking in tongue. They could understand each other. We are not perfect. We are never going to be perfect because we are human, but we are also Christians. We need to have each other's back, and we need to be able to support each other no matter what. And we sometimes do need to call each other to task and back to what God wants us to do. We need to be committed believers. We are a community of believers that stick together and work in harmony. We need to believe in each other. So we need to learn to find ways of standing firm, standing strong, standing strong in our faith. As the scripture says in Ephesians 6, it's starting with verse 10, it says, finally, finally be strong in the Lord in the strength of his power. Put on the whole armor of God. Don't partially put it on. Put on the whole armor of God and stand against the wiles of the devil. For your struggle, your struggle, your individual struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers, and present darkness against the spiritual forces and the, uh, of evil in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, my brothers and sisters, and so that you may be able to withstand all the evil days that prevail against, us, against you. Stand firm, our God says, stand firm. Therefore, and put the belt of truth around you and the blessed plate of righteousness on you and lace up your sandals and prepare for the gospel of peace. With all these, take on the shield of faith in which you will be able to quench the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take up the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We live in, with the word of God, and therefore we live in hope. If you don't have hope, you don't have anything. All is lost. Always have hope. 
within your heart and within your spirit and live in that hope because it is through the blood of Jesus that we do live. On this day of Pentecost, this is offered to you to be an encouragement to your spirit. Live in hope. 